Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and in this lesson I'm going to talk about godly instructions. And I want to give credit right up front uh, to a book that I'm taking at least one sentence out of as a framework for my discussions. It's written by Vidar Ligard, my friend, a missionary uh, to uh, East Africa and that region, and he wrote a book that called A Fork in the road and the title is about choose poverty or prosperity you make the choice because there's a fork in the road and in this book he made a reference to something and about God and he said this God's instructions are consistently simple yet they are consistently contrary to human thinking so I want to talk about that God's instructions they're consistently simple but they're consistently contrary to, to natural thinking, the people around you, the way they're thinking. And I'm going to uh, use a number of scripture examples, and then I'm going to use uh, references, and then I'm going to talk about my life also. But here's the idea that we sometimes think that God is giving us this long, hard list of things to do in order to find out His will in our life. And in reality, it's not that way at all. He's actually dealing with this as we would maybe a small child in our early Christian walk. Because we are, there's an analogy of us being a baby Christians, an analogy to be a baby child, a human. And so at first, for sure, the instructions are so simple. I mean, the first time a, a, a small child is learning how to eat with a spoon. And this is so simple because we're turning the spoon in a way and giving a little guidance and then there's food all over the child's face. And, 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 but we're giving really simple instructions. And so when we do, when the child hits the mouth and the food's there and we all give a hooray, hurrah, hurrah. Well, when we're first dealing in the business world, in the financial world, God's way, the instructions are extremely simple. He's not asking us to do something that's beyond our capability. I, we're a very strong proponent of start with what's in your hand. Start with some idea and desire that you have some first-hand knowledge about. And start so small that it almost looks ridiculous how small that you start with something that's in your hand. And how you, how you then grow from that place step by step by step. Well, let me talk briefly about my first business ownership. I graduated from university as an engineer, a minerals engineer, and I worked my first 10 years for a big corporation, and I knew all that time I wasn't going to live my life working for this big corporation, but it allowed me to grow up. I moved to a new town, and I moved to this new town. I wasn't going to hire a truck to move me. I had borrowed my dad's horse trader, and this horse trader, I pulled behind my family car more than a thousand miles with the loaded up with the basic things washer dryer beds clothes that I could pull to this new town and I'm here believing that oh I'm gonna have a great job I left a good job I've got a, a degree as an engineer but there wasn't anything at all for me to work doing now here's the simple part God said in, uh, from a message, use what's in my hand. I was going to church and said, God will give you that whole thing. God will use what's in your hand. Well, I didn't have anything in my hand, but I looked out at my driveway and here's this trailer parked that I used to move furniture. And 
I could have laughed at this, I could have made fun of it, but this is so simple, I put an ad in the paper that simply said, let me help you move, I have a trailer. And I got my first call. Believe it or not, I was hesitant to take this step, but I had a lot of pressure. I could have asked my mom and dad to send money, but I was determined to learn faith. And I learned that lesson, and I put an ad in the paper, and I backed up to the first, very first job. I can go to that house right now some uh, 35 years later. I know where that house is. It made, and all I was moving was these people had purchased a bedroom set, which means a mattress and a box springs and, and a little dresser, and they had bought it from somebody, and they didn't want to go get a truck, so they just hired me for $35 to move it. Well, the lady looks out at this horse trader and they kind of laugh at first. And then she says, have you guys washed that out? Is there any, basically, any, is there any horse or cow poop in there? No, I washed it out and we're good. Okay, so here we go. And so I started so simple, it was unbelievable. It's something I had in my hand. And I, over time, step by step, God directed me to, and I ended up with uh, a, a business for 17 years employing normally 75 employees and normally having around 3 million in annual sales. Started simple. Let's look in the Bible that, that the things that God asked people to do. There's an example of where a prophet came to a widow woman that had one son and had enough food, enough ingredients to bake one cake and the word is that, that she could uh, bake the cake with what she had and then they planned to die. They're going to starve to death. But the prophet said, no, give, make a cake for me and then feed it to me and then go gather up all of the pots that you can, containers, and he filled them with oil. All she had to do was gather up pots and you, everybody wonders, well, I bet she wished that she kept gathering more, went to another neighbor, another neighbor, another neighbor. I mean, she had to tell these people that she's borrowing this for what reason? Well, that's a simple thing, but the second part of this, it was contrary to the natural thinking. The natural thinking, you wouldn't think that's going to work. Back to my, my, my moving business, uh, and my first real truck. It said something advertised on the side, it was used to haul eggs, and it said cackle fresh eggs. So I'm backing up to people's house with, because I hadn't had a chance to paint it. The truck didn't say the, the movers, it said uh, egg service. Well, these are simple things, and I got laughed at. I went to Bible school, and I actually kind of got laughed at by some of my fellow students. What are you doing? You're supposed to be here to, to, to change the world by being a pastor or being an evangelist or being an apostle or a prophet or something. You're going to be a business person? Well, it was real simple. It was what I'm called to do. There's all kinds of examples in, in the, in the uh, New uh, and Old Testament. In the New Testament, there's a time where uh, the very first miracle, Jesus uh, was at a wedding and real briefly, they said, well, we ran out of wine. And Jesus said, hey, go gather these pots and fill them with water. Simple. Then he did the miracle. There's a case of the, the, the boy that had uh, some fishes and loaves of bread. And he, that little boy could have said, well, I'm going to keep that. But somehow everybody else missed it. And he volunteered and brought his bread. I'm sure other people had it, had bread and food. They, they could have had something. And, but no, it was simple. They brought the bread. In the Old Testament, there was a, a, a king that was uh, uh, instructed by a prophet. 
and the prophet said, go dip in the, the river Nile uh, seven times and you'll be healed of leprosy. So simple. And they actually had to talk this king, uh, this ruler, into doing it. He was offended that, that, that anybody would ask him to do something that simple, and yet they had to do it. The, the wall of, of Jericho came tumbling down. Well, what did they do? They marched. They were used to marching. They marched around seven, each day, once a day, for seven days, and then the six days, and the seventh day, they walked, marched around seven times. They didn't have uh, shields and, 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 and arrows, and they, they did something simple. It off, on and on and on. God is asking you to do something simple to get started. But it's also very contrary to popular opinion. It's gonna, you're going to feel a little maybe embarrassed like I did, that you're going to feel a little awkward about that. And yet, by just speaking your voice out, your words will be uh, a testament that you're on the right track and God's waiting for that. So do God's uh, uh, answer to your situation is extremely simple, but you've got to look a little differently. You've got to look at how he wants to work and it most likely will be contrary to the human uh, attitude and opinions of those around you. And you're going to have to overcome that. Are you going to are you going to believe God or are you going to be, uh, believe mankind? I mean, that's really what it boils down to. Are you going to be so embarrassed that you heard from God to do something really simple to get started and then by popular opinion, oh, that's a, that's a bad word for me, popular opinion. My dad actually made a statement one time and I have lived by that. He said, that, son, to me, you're going to have to learn to go contrary to the flow of other people many times. They're all going north and you've got to be going south. They're all selling and you're buying. You've got to go contrary to what other people are doing many times. Do your research, do study. You know, it's not just, just go the opposite direction, but you've got to be able to overcome your uh, attitude and opinions and feelings in doing this. Well, thanks for being a part of Inspiring Better Business.